Hello, and welcome to another episode of Future of Tax, the KPMG podcast series for tax leaders. For today's episode, I'm joined by Alexander Zegers, Director, KPMG Myberg & Co., and Roger Hannan, Senior Manager at KPMG in the Netherlands. In today's episode, we'll discuss how compliance by design can lead to an elevated tax function. Alex and Roger, thanks for taking the time to join me on the podcast today. As we know, data is a really hot topic right now. And to kick off our conversation today, Alex, can I ask you to describe how the demand for detailed tax data has risen in the last few years? Yeah, what we see in, in the last few years is uh, lots of governments implementing uh, more detailed tax reporting requirements, uh, which they're asking from taxpayers. There is in the past, uh, in, in the world of indirect tax, for example, you just need to submit a summarized file that, that summarizes your data and, and, and you need to report that. Now, with, with more and more detailed reporting requirements like standard audit files for tax have been implemented in countries such as Portugal, uh, Norway, and, and more countries, but also uh, outside Europe, we see an increased granular level of reporting being required. Uh, and another example is, is invoicing requirements. Uh, which is a huge trend in Latin America, uh, which was already in place in certain countries in, in, in Asia and now also in Europe. And what we see there is that uh, taxpayers need to share data with, with, with the government through their systems so that the government almost puts a stamp on the data before you can submit it to your clients. Uh, that puts an enormous pressure on how you organize the tax function also to how you use your systems to comply with that. Uh, and that's a big, uh, big challenge for current organizations to, to build not a solution which works with current reporting requirements, but is also prepared to onboard more of those uh, global reporting requirements as we go in the next years. So we see lots of clients struggling with that, and it's a big challenge. Roger, coming to you, it sounds like tax data quality and data governance are becoming much more important for tax teams to manage. How are you seeing tax teams struggle with the increased need for detailed tax data? Yeah, I think it's a great question and a question we, I would say, in every conversation that we are having currently is, uh, is one of the hotter, hotter topics. Uh, it's always on the table when, uh, when we have the conversations. Um, yeah, what we see in essence uh, is uh, that... Um, uh, you can you can actually divide it into two pieces. So it's the access to the data. So if you're a tax professional, you sometimes you don't have access to the right pieces of information uh, where where you're actually reporting and, and, and doing your I would say your checking on. So it's a, it's a matter of uh, hey having access to the data. That's one or limited access. It's also not knowing where to find the the the, the right tax data. Uh, that's also one. So if you don't know uh, where to find it, then it's also hard to collect. And after you collected it, and we see that, that the data collection and transformation and reconciliation, these are all, I would say, uh, usually manual uh, manual activities that uh, people in shared service organizations or tax professionals uh, are doing. It's cumbersome and it takes a lot of time as well. And they're also relying on quality of data that is not controlled only by them. Right? So, for example, uh, a master data uh, is usually rec- uh, being uh, being recorded in ERP systems, uh, where where sometimes other also other people have access over and control over, and you're actually relying on also some somebody else's entry for the data as a tax professional that you need to consume. So it's it's a bit of a mixture of I would say uh, a couple of topics, but we see that that's the struggle the tax professionals have, and with uh, tying back to the point that Alex made 
on uh, the increase in demand. That's actually a struggle for for tax professionals. They need to be uh, uh, yeah taking on uh, the next uh, in the next uh, years. Alex, you recently published an article on the topic of using compliance by design. Can you explain what that actually is? Yeah, so if, if we look to, to, to the global trends of increased data reporting requirements and uh, making sure that data has been accessible through the organization, there is an increased need to, to have solutions in place that support you with that. Uh, so uh, two areas are very important. It's access to data quickly, but also access to, to, to the right data that you can consume. And if you need to report it quickly, your systems need to support and we call a first-time right approach. And if you have a first-time right approach in place and you can access the data subsequently very shortly after that, we refer to that as compliance by design. So what we mean by that is that um, the systems, processes, and your governance itself, that whole spectrum of principles, automatically ensures that, that you're compliant. So the system will have preventative controls to make sure that tax calculations are done accurately. Your processes support the way that people have access to the information, but also um, have the right uh, instructions to, f- to, to put that into a compliance process and follow up on that on an accurate manner. And thirdly, a governance to make sure what's currently there is also right uh, within the next years and is, is, is sustainable. And why this is so important is because organizations who need to report data very quickly don't have time anymore to make corrections after the fact because before you are able to analyze your information, the deadline for reporting has already been passed. So if your system is not compliant and your data is not first and right, you really have a problem. So the principle of compliance by design really makes sure that taxpayers are in control over the data and produce good quality outputs by design in an automated way and uh, without a lot of manual effort. Thanks, Alex. Roger, how are you seeing teams solve some of their tax data challenges by using compliance by design? So we see currently, uh, like we say, uh, clients early in the, I would say, tax technology maturity level. So they're, our, one of our clients are using technologies, bits and pieces. They try to automate usually the end, end piece of the process, so really the filing and reporting process. They will put a lot of, I would say, technology pieces to that using uh, uh, using so, uh, compliance software solutions. If you have, I would say, a, a more more uh, tech-savvy client, you also see they're investing in analytical pieces. So, hey, we can analyze transactions like Alex, Man- Alex mentioned before the fact, so really getting insight in data before the report. But what we don't see that often is that clients really are investing in I would say the essence of, of the trans, essence of the transactions being generated. So, um, and meaning that in, investing in this ERP setup and the tax determination engines and the, and the master data and the quality of that. So we see actually the compliance by design. Um, it, it resonates as a as a roadmap or a step in the in the next two, one to two years. And actually, I think also with the article that we are publishing, I would say the process and the master data and the ERP setup is much more money well spent because the data that is flowing out of these systems is much more, I would say, first time right. So we try to emphasize that it's, uh, that, that, that is really the, uh, uh, the, the better approach to, to take and to follow to become, I would say, compliant by design. It sounds like the benefits of compliance by design can go beyond more efficiency, timely and accurate compliance. 
And so, Alex, have you seen this approach lead to opportunities beyond compliance? Yes, uh, tax compliance by design is absolutely meant to lead to a situation where the tax team generates more value for the business. Uh, obviously, compliance is is the highest priority for a tax uh, department eh? because that's the main purpose of, of driving a tax function to make sure accurate and timely compliance obligations are being uh, uh, being being implemented. But if you think of it, if you have a compliance by design system that uh, is based on the principle that transactions are implement are uh, being initiated accurately and completely uh, first time. This means fewer time needs to be spent on corrections or analyzing after the fact. And this really frees up time for people to spend on more value-add activities, such as tax planning or finding opportunities in, in, the, in the transactions, so towards a more tax-efficient supply chain or transactions which potentially lead to an underpayment. And that really puts tax higher in the value chain and also being a more important stakeholder in the overall organization to, to help with other functions rather than be seen as a sort of a cost center. So that's, I think, an important side effect with, with, with compliance by design. Um, and that's also what, what we are helping our clients with to, to achieve in a step-by-step approach. In my view, compliance is, is a basic thing which you need to invest in and make sure that that, that is right. But overall, you want to make sure also sure that your team is um, is working on activities where they have the right expertise for and where their value will uh, come out the most. So that's yeah a key enabler that that compliance by design can can achieve, and which is uh, also making Techie more an attractive employer to work for. Eh? So we've also seen that there is more and more need for technology capabilities in in a tech team. But if you can really achieve that uh, you have a, a, a fantastic system and process around it for technology people, there is a lot more time available to also drive more insight and value for the broader organization as part of a tech team. So that's also an important benefit for, from this approach. Roger, for a tax leader looking to use compliance by design, are there certain requirements they should consider? What I would like to, to, to stress is it, it, it all starts, of course, with a, making a, a good business case. So there's a reason currently why you want to, of course, you want to be compliant by design because, in essence, you see, like Alex was mentioning, there's, I would say, inefficiencies in the process, incorrectness in the process, quality is not high enough. So what you want to achieve through compliance by design is increasing quality of your tax returns uh, on top of, I would say, decreasing the total cost of tax compliance. So if you could use, I would say, compliance by design as a, a centerpiece of that of that business case. Uh, make the business case around that, build it around that. It's really compelling also for your CFO to, to say, hey, uh, within the next couple of years, we're going to invest X amount of money uh, in setting up our systems, uh, and that will reduce our cost of compliance with, say, 30 to 40 or 50%, and also increase our tax data quality, so our in essence, also our tax returns become more accurate, and then also uh, resulting in less risks and tax audit and less painful exercises. I think I think that's one uh, part of the equation. But how how to how to really make a business case? I would say as a tax leader, get consideration, get a good insight in your current processes, determine really the as is. What is the really the money when money spent on certain activities? What kind of technology do you have? So what is currently your technology coverage? 
how much do we spend on that uh, currently out of pocket uh, from implementing those products, but also the ongoing license and uh, as such also invest in the right pieces of technology. But in the end, also don't be pushed by technology solely. So really think through the process, what's current, what is the current state, what do you want to achieve in the end state, and build a business case around that. So I think these are uh, considerations or requirements I would like to press out to, to tech leaders to consider. As we wrap up this podcast, can I ask you to leave our listeners with one piece of advice or key message? Alex, can I come to you first? Yeah, I think everyone agrees that uh, compliance by design is, is, a, is, a, is an end state that everyone should be wanting to be in. But in order to get there, in my view, this is really dependent on, on the right, having the right capabilities in your tech team. Because in order to make sure your systems controls, um, data solutions and processes are shaped in a way it, 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 it optimally uh, benefits your process, it requires skills beyond traditional tech skills. And we see a big struggle for, for current uh, tech teams to recruit those skills. So my tip would be to start recruiting those people to be an attractive tech function for people to work in and build up a hybrid team consisting of technology specialists, data specialists, and process specialists, supplemented, of course, with, with, with key tech expertise, and bring those people together and, and start also to, to get interest in each other's areas eh, for the tech people to understand and learn about technology and, and vice versa. For me, that's, that's a basis to start moving towards uh, a situation that is future-proof and, and also very automated. Roger? I would also uh, like to add one final thought here is start now. So there's no reason not to start today with, I would say, considering this. And one of the reasons uh, I'm, I'm putting this up is that I see still a lot of clients, like I mentioned, um, going for automating the, the last mile of the process first. Because in the perception is that that is costing a lot of, I would say, uh, uh, time, and, time and money is being spent in the process. So they think in their perception, if I automate that, then, uh, then I actually have uh, 80% of the process covered. Whereas, actually, we also stress out in our article and also in our thoughts here is that the majority of the process and, and, the, and, and the data being generated, that's actually where you want to put your emphasis on. So uh, really start now with re-looking at your roadmap or your technology budget, where you're spending money, and see whether you can make, start making that business case today Uh, to start considering that compliance by design. That's great, Roger. And thank you to both you and Alex for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you. Bye-bye. During the podcast, I mentioned a recently published article entitled Using Compliance by Design. And if you're interested in reading more about this topic, the article is part of the Future of Tax series on KPMG's website at www.kpmg.com forward slash future of tax. Please join us again next time and also email us with any questions you have about today's episode at tax at kpmg.com. And we'd also love to hear from you with any suggestions you have for future episodes. Thanks for listening.